Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about the Great Reset. Kevin, what is the Great Reset? What are we even talking about? It sounds like something like from the 1920s or something. You know, one of the brilliant government ideas. What, uh, what is this? The world? Ha- what's happening? All right. So this is this is from the World Economic Forum, the WEC. Okay. EF. Sorry. Um, they sound important. To lots them, of governments. No. Yeah. Well, lots of, lots of important people involved in it, government people. All right. um, uh, according to them, there is an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis. To improve, improve the state of the world, the World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset. Oh. So that's that's their, their jam here. Um so they're going to improve the world, huh? Yeah, and you can go buy this book that tells you exactly uh, exactly what their plans are. And now, now that's you and me. You know, we do the, the this podcast and we talk and we bullshit about a lot of stuff. And you know that I'm not a conspiracy guy. I ninety percent of conspiracies I think are bullshit. You know, but this one really sounds creepy. This one really sounds fucked up. It sounds like something that actually is a conspiracy. Like the conspiracy theories like are on to something with this one. This one is is 
uh, completely out of the out of you know just completely out of their fucking minds whoever's coming up with this shit yeah i, I think i was reading an article uh at like townhall.com or something and it was like the great reset conspiracy or is there really something fishy going on here and i was like mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the more they got into it, they're like, yeah, you know, you just kind of like, you want to dismiss it, but then you're like, well, you know, that's kind of shady shit, you know? So that, mm-hmm. that is how people, people take it. All right. So what's weird, these guys are, are out here, th- this World Economic Forum. Um, now, this is made up of, like companies and businesses and influential people. That's what you were saying. Right. Right. So there's, there's a lot of people in, in there. The chairman is uh Klaus Schwab, right? He's, I, okay. you know, everybody knows his last name. He's, he's from that Schwab family. Um, oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a uh, Christine Lagarde. She's the president of the European central bank. Um, Mark Banoff. He's the CEO of, of Salesforce and Anthony Fauci. Uh, there's quite a few people in oh, here that uh, names you you'd recognize. Um, okay, and you actually can join. You can actually be a member, and it only costs six hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, six hundred. I thought it was sixty. Oh, oh, I was all ready to sign up. Yeah, six hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. Damn it! Oh, that's a little out of my budget. All right. Um, yeah. Now you would actually think that this is a bunch of companies that. They're looking to help the planet is what they, they say in their, their statement here. But when I look at the companies, I kind of question what what's their real motive. Because now, mind you, I went through, they have a giant list of, of companies that, are, that are, are members of the World Economic Forum. And obviously, I picked out ones that are going to make my point, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, there are ones that maybe contradict this a little. But these are the ones that struck me as wait a minute, something's fishy here. So they said that they basically, they're here to uh, look for, um, look out for you and, and make the world a better place. Let, let me drop some of these names and tell me if that, that's what comes to mind. Um, the China Construction Bank, they care mm-hmm. about the little guy, right? Yeah. How about the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China? That doesn't sound right to me either. Um, wait, wait. Here's here's a champion of the people, Goldman Sachs. Oh yeah, they're always looking out for the little yeah, guy. They're they're looking out for the little guy. Um, J.P. Morgan. Um, let me see. Uh, Coke and Pepsi. Who knew, right? Mm-hmm. Allied Bank. Wait, here's a good one that you guys are gonna love: the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Because. Yes. No, nothing says caring like Bill Gates. You know they do. Um, Bloomberg, Bloomberg's always looking out for the. I know they're looking out for gun owners. Mm-hmm. They're trying to help you. Uh, Equifax, that's a name people like to see. Um, how about Pfizer and Moderna? Huh? Who would have thought those two companies? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Google, they're a champion of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. I mean, I could go on. The, the names are forever. Apple, um, BAE Systems, who those of you former military, you know who they are. Um, Johnson & Johnson, which I actually kind of always thought was a pretty good company. 
Here's one that I feel like doesn't have the interests of the people at heart, and that would be Heineken. Mm. I mean, really, would you put that product out if you if you cared <laughs> about the little guy? That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, but Anheuser-Busch anyway. is, is, is on there too. All the, all the uh, shitty beer makers in the world are, have united. They united, all right? They're trying to – all right. So what's really going on? Now, they tried to come up with this plan, and it's kind of weird. So they want a let – me, let me find the best wording here I got is stakeholder capitalism, all right? So what they mean by that is they want the creation of stakeholder capitalism, which will replace shareholder capitalism. The idea of the system, this is their words, is that companies will work for common good rather than the immediate profit and benefit. All right. So we want to reshape companies. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, how the hell are we going to reshape companies? Well, guess what? I did the research search and we're going to tell you. Um. Although many great reset supporters have called for dramatic expansion of government welfare programs, including job guarantees, government provided health care, the heart of the great reset is something called environmental social governance. All right. So ESG, this thing is going to come up over and over again. Now, the idea is they basically want companies to have an ESG score and it'll basically evaluate your commitment to they the article i read said left wing causes i would say political causes um it's basically how green a company is how much you support minorities how involved you are with political issues that you know political issues that agree with them turns out they don't like gun gun companies for some reason. I, I don't yeah. understand. They have very low ESG scores. Okay. But they they have a whole so the what it is is they actually want to rate companies based on how much they support ideas that they agree with. And these end up being very socialist ideas. Um and because it, it's all about the common and how we can push to everybody, you know, it, it takes away from the individual. But how much you support these common goals are how you're going to be evaluated by banks and are given preferable treatment. So it just ends up going down a very shady road. Um, and where it really gets almost despicable in my mind is. What they're looking for is they want to replace government control because they're like, oh, governments shouldn't be deciding this stuff. The the people invested, they keep saying the shareholders, you know, the stakeholders Mm -hmm. should be, you know, the ones looking for it. And us as a a people, we're we're the stakeholders as a mass, right? Like, does Mm -hmm. this sound like socialism to anybody? Because it kind of feels like socialism to me stake stakeholders the way they mean it are everybody and you know we all have something to lose when companies make bad choices so we should make sure that everybody's green and everybody's 
looking out for minorities and everybody's and all this. I mean, on the surface, you're like, oh, well, you know, I don't hate minorities, Chuck. Why are you such a negative person? I understand. I, I get where you're coming from. You need to go back a few episodes and listen to my rants on socialism. And you'll, I mean, I'm sure I'll get to another one at some point in this episode, <laughs> but you know, but yeah. the idea is they want the companies to be in control, but mm-hmm. go on. And basically the idea is that you will own nothing and you will be happy about yeah. it. And I keep hearing people actually say that out loud. Like that should be the part that you don't say they, out loud. They made a commercial. Yeah. That's what the commercial. idea is. I have it. You don't own anything. And you're going to be happy to not own anything right? because they're going to take care of you. You need somebody to, you know, I always think that, that the government doesn't act like enough of a, of a mommy for me to tell me what I need to do and not do to to take care of myself. But, um, you know, really, I think that, you know, it's one of those things where you can just shove that right up your fucking ass, you know, go mind your own fucking business. They're trying to mind my business, mind your own business. And I watched their videos. I watched, you know, all these people talking garbage, straight garbage, like mind your own business and get some fucking cameras that work and get some fucking microphones that work. I can't even tell what half of these motherfuckers are saying because it's all fucking garbled and, and nonsense garbage. Like they can't even get their own shit together and they're trying to mind my shit. Don't mind my shit. Jesus. Yeah. So no, the idea is that they're going to abolish private property. Yeah. <laughs> you won't own nothing and like it. Yes. No, they're trying. The idea is that they're trying to abolish private property so that they can protect the environment by depopulation right. and they can, uh, they can take care of us by, you know, by, by telling us what we should be doing to take care of us. Now, one of the most evil things in the world is the Chinese uh, social credit credit score that they have decides whether or not you can travel based on how good you are and how well behaved you are and how much the party now, likes you. Right. That's now a raise your hand if you were terrified when you heard that, right? You mm-hmm. were terrified. You were like, yeah. oh, that's fucked up. And we see these videos of like the street camera and it had the facial recognition. And then people have their credit score kind of right. you know, their social credit score. Like, Oh, this guy's a team part, you know, player and he supports the party and whatever. Yep. They have that. They have a social credit score in their plans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's ugly. Um, I don't know. I, I just find that outrageous. And that's a world, you know, how often have we heard, you know, a, a government that can give you everything that you want is a government that can take away everything that you have, you know, is, is yeah. not the way you want to live your life. So Klaus, oh. Klaus Schwab is, is really pushing this initiative. Uh, there's a book out called the great reset. Now there's a part two here called the great narrative. Now the idea is that they are going to change the narrative so that people start seeing the error of their ways by owning their own house and by choosing which job they work at. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they can, they can sort this all out for us. Um, like I said, they weren't able to sort out their own audio video system, but they're going to sort out our lives. So we can look forward to that. That's a good thing. 
they got your back. I mean, that's the bottom line. Well, have you noticed that the housing market, like, I, I don't know about, about you, but I've actually been contacted by several realtors and they're like, don't you want to sell your house? Cause um, there's nothing available right now for sale. And, you know, we can't, there, there's no new listings and I'm worried. And, you know, what am I going to do about my job? When I look around, I find that more and more houses are owned by investors. Um, now you're thinking, oh, well, it's because of all those books from uh, that rich dad, poor dad, and, uh, mm-hmm. and whoever right. else. Carlton Sheets was the one back in the day, right? Some of you guys probably mm-hmm. too young to even remember Carlton Sheets, but Carlton Sheets was it. We had all those infomercials. Do you remember when there used to be infomercials? Who knew? Yeah, um, yeah. Right? Good. The good old days. So anyway, there were, you know, it turns out it's not necessarily those guys. It, a lot of it is big corporations. And a lot of those corporations are companies like there's one called uh, BlackRock. And there's a whole bunch of REITs. You see uh, REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust, um, mm-hmm. REIT. You'll see a lot of that. And that's something you can invest in on the stock market. But what they're doing is they're buying whole neighborhoods and large areas, they buy them up and then they can control the rent. And the idea is to make it where it's possibly tough for you to even, you know, meet your basic needs. And you're like, oh, well, that just sounds evil and conspiracy-like. But look around. Have you seen the housing markets go up? Have you noticed that rents are going up everywhere? No. Obviously, you're like, well, Chuck, have, have you seen inflation? Have you seen the government printing money like complete jackasses? Well, yes, that is definitely a factor too. And there's a whole bunch of inflation going on from that. But it's extra dramatic in the housing market. And it's basically a multi-prong approach from companies like this working together the idea is now that, again, this isn't really written in black and white. This is where you get into the the grayer conspiracy end of it. But what is in black and white is they want what's called a UBI, a universal basic income. And the way they plan to implement that is by people being so in debt that they're just like begging for the government to that's where this whole great reset thing comes. Let's go back to zero. Let's go back to, you know, Hey, um, if I had no debt, then I'd have a fair shot. You know, that's what people believe. They're like, Oh, you know, all my bad choices. I I just need a fresh start because now I'm going to turn everything around and start making good choices. Mm -hmm. Well, you have no choices left up to you. Then you're bound to only make good choices. Right. Right. If you're only allowed the car that I offer you, because there's only one company making cars because they're the most socially responsible and there's only one mm-hmm. type of cereal. And you know what? Let's just, I, I can't even find a good toilet paper company. So we're, we're just not even going to have that anymore. You know, <laughs> to hell with toilet paper. You guys, you're on your own on that one. But they just basically are, are hoping... And again, it's kind of conspiracy, but the idea is people are going to end up in so much debt and and that is the road we're heading down that they're going to be begging for the government to just take over and handle things. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, it goes back to what Kevin just said about you'll have nothing and you'll be happy because you'll be happy because you'll be like, well, I'm debt free, you know, and but there's nothing to aspire to. You know, it doesn't give you any you know purpose in life. And that's an ugly road. We don't want to go down. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think a, a lot of this shit is is, you know, you, you call it socialism. Socialism implies that you vote for who's in charge. Communism is is more of of what they're looking at. Like they are the ones that are going to be in charge and you're going to be the one that's not in charge. You know what I mean? You don't have a decision on what on who, on who's making the decisions. They're making the decisions for you. And the idea the idea is that that if everybody can just fall in line and start behaving themselves we can get over this COVID thing. If everyone will just start behaving exactly. themselves, we can get out of this uh, global warming situation we're in. If everybody just starts behaving themselves, then we can get out of this uh, inflation that we're dealing with. You know, everybody just has to start following the fucking rules. Just listen to the fucking rules. We're straightening this out for you. But you're if you're not behaving yourself, then we're going to have to, you know, make some check marks on your social credit score and make sure you can't travel Make sure you can't get a loan. Make sure you can't get a job that pays anything more than than bare, uh, you know, sustaining sustaining your you know your your life. Just being able to feed yourself and that's it, you know. But you have I, to I fucking just, start behaving yourself and fall in line. Otherwise, all these problems are not going to get any better. Yeah, I, I just imagine like an angry old fat white guy sitting. Uh, Looking at his his computer monitor and your your picture comes up and he sees you out there protesting against something. Maybe you have some kind of jackass podcast where you're upsetting everybody and he's just putting his thumb on the thing, being like, I crush you like a bug <laughs> and just ready to you die. I'm that's crushing how, your that's head. That's how I see it. I see it playing out. You know, I don't know. Maybe I've watched too many movies. Um all right, well, what gets even creepier with this is they've been coming up with this plan for a while, but now here's here's what you want to know. Now, COVID-19, um, that obviously happened in 2019, right? It's it's the 2019 variant of the coronavirus, right? Right. Um, so in 2018, now it's kind of weird, 2018, the World Economic Forum, these very guys we're talking about, collaborated with John Hopkins Center for Health and Security to conduct something called Clade X. Now, Clade X was an imaginary virus that was supposed to be a, a variant of uh, influenza, okay? Mm-hmm. And what they did is they created a simulation of a national pandemic, national and how the response would be. And apparently they based it on the U.S., which why is this world company just worried about the U- what the U.S. does? It's because we're cooler. That's why. Yep. yep. We're cooler than everybody else. You know that's why. Because they're like, if we can just everybody crush else. America, then everybody will fucking fall in line. Now, sure, our current president and maybe our last president and maybe the president before and maybe the president before that were jackasses, but mm-hmm. somewhere back there, there was a good one. I mean, I don't remember when exactly, <laughs> but you know, maybe Slick Willie. I don't, I don't know. I don't know which one, but uh, 
obviously for me it's the Gipper, but we won't talk about that. Mm. But 1980 anyway. to 88. Yeah, those were the good years. Yeah, there's a song uh, um I think it's called If Heaven or something, Andy Griggs or something. And he, he's like, you know, if heaven was a place, if this, whatever, if heaven was a time, it'd be like 1984 or something. And I'm like, yeah, because Reagan was president, of course, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, when they played this out, they said if people didn't get vaccinated, it would be 30 to 40 million deaths and it would be contagious and outside the country to about 900 million deaths worldwide. And they played it out. And then they were like, you know, let's really dig deep into this and do it again. So the following year, 2019, they had new sponsors, not John Hopkins, but let's bring in the big dogs, Bill and Melinda Gates. And this is actual factual shit that happened. Right, this isn't conspiracy. So they called this one Event 201. And this is in 2019 before the coronavirus outbreak. And do you want to guess what type of virus they they uh decided to use instead of the flu this time? I mean, take a wild shot in the dark. Shit. I don't know. There's so many it was diseases. The coronavirus. It a coronavirus. A coronavirus? Get out of town. They were like, I mean, what are the odds that in 2019, they were like, what if instead of just national, what if there was an international coronavirus outbreak? What would happen then? And they discussed what the governments would do, how they could, you know, treat it, how they could do it, whatever. So they they did the first one in 2018, and then they did one very specific in 2019. Um, If you search Event 201, and I've also heard it called uh, Event 201 Lockstep, which is kind of a weird name to to give something unless you were planning on using it to put get the people to conform. But, you know, hey, teach their own, right? Um, so they discussed, you're going to like this, the censorship they might need to employ in order to combat misinformation. Now, I have to point out, remember Apple is on this company mm-hmm. google and google who owns youtube um i didn't see facebook so i was a little surprised that i don't see their name in the roles um but i, I digress here so they discussed flooding the media with authoritative sources and censoring Ooh, out so i'm like huh and I just feel like this very same thing played out. And to say that it's a conspiracy when it's all factual and it all happened, I find it a little odd, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And what is so concerning to me is, you know, I go back to it's companies trying to be in charge, not elected government officials. You know, I know you pointed this out already. But it's companies saying we need to decide because we're the socially responsible ones and we need to make sure everybody else is. And basically our agenda and our opinions are the only ones that should be heard. I feel like groups of people have actually tried to implement this type of thing in the past. Um, And now they're trying to do it through world government and they're trying to be not elected 
It all sounds very familiar. Um, something that we've seen before. Now, obviously, this coronavirus thing is hopefully going to die down someday. It seems like it's taking a turn that way where, uh, you know, it, it's less the government is kind of done with it or maybe the people are done with it. Mm-hmm. But you'll be happy to note that don't worry, they have a backup plan and their backup plan is global warming and, and making a greener planet. And right. all these same things that there were, you know, it's so important we control everybody because of the virus. Now they've gotten you used to being told what to do. Now we can segue into, you know, the planet and it's so important and you need to do this way, do things this way, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. I just feel like we're going down a little bit of a dangerous road. Um, I feel like, hey, government's trying to do socialism. That doesn't sound like a conspiracy to me. That just sounds like what they're always trying to do. Now, obviously, Mm -hmm. like I just said, it's not really government. It's greedy, rich, white guys. Right. But I feel like that's the same Contribute campaign finances to uh, the people that are elected, even though we don't vote for them for some reason. Now, do you imagine if you're the president and you're like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to do what Google says. Google makes recommendations to me. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Google. I don't care about you. What, what mm-hmm. would happen? Oh, yeah. wait. Is that what Trump did? Did that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. No, you just don't get elected. You don't, you know, and, and it's it's the same thing that I've been going back to, you know, over and over again is is that – we only have the option of two people to vote for president. You know what I mean? You're never going to have a, a real third party candidate because every time there's an attempt, they just put that shit down. After after um, uh, Ross Perot, they they basically put an end to that. You can't you can't have a third party. You can't be involved in the debates. Yeah, you can vote for whoever you want, but they're not going to fucking win. You know, right? You have a Democrat candidate and a Republican candidate. And they're basically the exact same fucking person, you know, moving the decimal right. point one place to the left or to the right. And that's that's basically it. Well, that's but. the thing. I mean, you know, when I when I brought up Trump, a lot of you were like, well, you know, maybe he didn't win because he's a friggin jackass and he says really stupid shit. Yeah, there's that. But remember who beat him when you're making that argument. Right. And then you're like, well, yeah, no, that is kind of weird. Google or somebody might have had some, you know, influence uh-huh. there. But because, yeah, no, if that, I don't know. Anyway, now that we filled your head with all kinds of depressing, horrible stuff that socialism's right around the corner, what's going on in the world? Probably happy things. People yeah, are hanging out yeah, parks flowers and, 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 and beautiful stuff. Um, we're currently on the... Uh, Volodymyr Zelensky death watch now. Um, oh, nice. Volodymyr De- uh, Zelensky, the president of uh, the Ukraine, um, who has like big clacking balls made out of steel, apparently. Whoa. Uh, the government, you know, the world governments were all saying that, that he was going to, you know, have to flee the country and have a government and, you know, in, in abstention or whatever they call that shit like during World War II where all the kings and the presidents and everybody fled their country as Nazi Germany was taking over and then, you know, just right. waited until the war was over and came back. Uh, not this guy. Now he actually is staying in the capital. 
I, I don't know how they haven't killed him yet. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten shot in the head or shot in the back already. Um, but he's still alive. The, the U.S. government said they, they would extract him. And they, he said, I don't want to be I don't want to leave. I need you to send me more anti-tank missiles. Like that's, yes. that's the dude. I mean, he's completely, basically completely surrounded in, uh, Kiev, uh, in Kiev right now. And, uh, he's not going anywhere. Um, I remember, uh, old, uh, old Ted Cruz, uh, fled the country, uh, over an ice storm. So, I mean, well, you know, whatever that says, but, uh, he's not going anywhere. And, uh, so, you know, it's really a matter of time before the Russians either capture him or kill him. And I feel like being captured would be uh, far worse uh, than being killed by by the Russians. You know, they don't they don't necessarily treat their captives all that well. If you remember uh, the guy that was what was the guy's name? Uh, Nikolnikov that was running against Putin, who's been in prison for like I, they poisoned him. And then uh, he went back to Russia and they immediately just put him in prison and uh, they're starving him to death. So, I mean, you see how that goes when they capture you. You just. They just beat the shit out of you until you, they catch you saying whatever they want you to say and record that little bit and send it out. Um, so I mean, it, it looks yeah, like we put uh, ours Zelensky, on the internet. So yeah, yeah. I, I I'm guessing if I had to guess, Zelensky would be is going to be dead by the time this uh this podcast hits the air, which is going to be about twelve hours from now. Um, he does seem a little bit wily though. He might make it a little bit longer. We'll see what happens with him. Uh, I'm rooting for him, hundred percent. I'm rooting for Ukraine and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pro democracy versus anti, you know, I'm anti authoritarianism, which seems fucking strange. Cause there's a lot of fucking assholes, uh, that I s- used to respect that are coming out in support of Russia for some fucking reason. Like Candace Owen, like read Putin's speech and was like, Oh, he makes a good point. Everyone's like, well, it's That's NATO's point. fault for, for hemming in Russia. It's not like they're going to invade other countries or anything. Yeah. No, NATO is there for a fucking reason and it it's fucking working. And if we had let Ukraine join NATO, this wouldn't have happened. But you know, everybody's got their fucking panties in a bunch. They don't want to upset Putin. Like he's get like, he's making fucking threats that he's, he's going to do something about it. And everyone's like, no, he's, he's just joking. He's not going to do something about it. Then he invades Ukraine and uh, everyone's like, hey, no, he's, he's not actually going to invade. And then he's like right. taking over the fucking capital. And everyone's like, well, he's just going to give it right back. He's not not serious. He's not right. it's not like he's going to decapitate the government and install his own puppet regime. Come on. You see what what's fucking happening. And everyone's acting like uh, like we were scared of upsetting Russia. What are they going to do that they're not already doing? You, why? Why fucking pussy step around this shit? But whatever. He hasn't said that. Whatever. He's Putin is just sticking up for Russians and the he's anti-Nazis, trying to take out the anti-Nazi government of of Ukraine that is run by a Jew. You know what I mean? Well, the his, fuck out of here I with don't your think bullshit. Anybody, anybody's ever done that before. Mm-hmm. Where they try and paint the government as you know not looking out for the people and they're there to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've I've never heard of that happening. So. I seem to remember some kind of campaign they used to do called Never Again. Yes, I remember um, something about that. It's vague. It's fuzzy. You know, I'm getting older. Way so back I probably, in there. I just yeah. remember wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that whole... Uh, 
Yeah, that whole, now, what do you that think whole about thing that? about looking out for Russia's security and its independence. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, China is, is fucking looking at this this playbook that Putin's playing. It's like, oh, yeah, I can just take over Taiwan. Nobody's going to do shit about it. Just like the United States isn't doing anything about this. NATO countries, right. they're not doing anything. Oh, yeah, they're sanctions. A fucking Russia, We've been sanctioning Russia for fucking 20 years. They don't give a fuck about that. That was I. I was reading uh, news on the internet last night, and it was a hardcore uh, right wing group, uh, the BBC. You probably uh-huh. heard of them, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, Biden's. Uh, they pretty much were dogging Biden hard. They were like, "This guy's a coward." If I ever saw, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "You don't see that every day." No. Um, you know where they'll actually stand up to the American president, and they were like, "Well, yeah, he's moving troops." But he's moving troops because he's required to to help out NATO. And he's going to help out NATO. He's going to do nothing for the Ukraine. Right. It's just we're moving troops to make sure. Well, all right, he's going to take the Ukraine. But we can't let him take more than that. Right. We're going to make sure the other countries on the outside are okay. Mm -hmm. And they just dogged him left and right. I'm like, holy shit. Because... You know, I thought that if we elected uh, Biden president, that the whole world would love us, right? That's what they first said about Obama. Yeah. And they said when Biden, oh, if you, you know, we're not respected in the world. We're a joke. Mm -hmm. And luckily, if uh, we elect the right Democrat, then, then we'll be respected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like I said, it fucking goes both ways too. Cause I got plenty to say to say about fucking Trump. He's talking about how this would never happen if he was president. Motherfucker, do, does anybody remember the, his first impeachment? It was over denying defense money to the Ukraine. That's the whole fucking thing. You were yeah, the fucking asshole that started the that, whole goddamn thing. When you bring up things that are uncomfortable, it's not nice. Yeah, people don't like talking about that. Be nice. Sorry. Be nice. Sorry. Right. I, I feel like I should. Those are on the e- same page. I should be. I feel like I should be an equal opportunity uh, person when it comes to shitting on people. And I'm just trying to be fair and balanced, you know? I, I guess what it all comes back to for me is maybe you should do the right thing for yourself and just do what you think is right and say, fuck everybody else. You know, I would say, don't give them a fucking inch. Don't I give say, them a fucking inch. You do, you do what's right for you. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted a badass t-shirt that said something like that, you could head over to preppingbadass.com. Um Maybe you want to, uh, you're enjoying this so much. You want to ensure it stays on the air. You can support us at patreon.com slant prepping badass. Um, maybe you have show topics, ideas, concerns. Uh, this actually was a request right here from several listeners Mm -hmm. to talk about the great reset. Um, there's a lot of good things coming up. Uh, we're looking forward to, you know, giving you guys that extra good, uh, Whatever it is we do, the pizzazz that Kevin has. Kevin is full of pizzazz. You guys probably don't even remember good, that word. That's a yeah. good adjective for me. All right. Pizzazz. I like it. So preppingbadass at gmail.com. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm.
life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.